Welcome to On Route to Wealth, a show where those who haven't always been included in the finance world lean in and have open money conversations. We talk about building wealth so that we can live our dream lives, support our family by breaking generational patterns and creating generational wealth, and use our money to do good in the world. When good people have money, good things happen. We believe everyone has their own unique definition of what wealth means to them, and it's based on each person's dreams, desires, and values. Achieving true wealth is a holistic process that goes beyond just making money and incorporates nurturing your mindset and relationship to money and elevating the energy that you feel around your money. I'm your host, Christy Runzer. I'm so happy you're here, my love. Now let's press play on the episode. Hi, darling. How are we doing today? I am over here just living my best life as we are getting into the summer season here. I am at my parents' house. They live at the beach and I've just been like riding my bike down to the beach, living my best life, feeling like you know, should I be going down to the beach in the middle of the day? And yeah, I should because this is why I started my business to have freedom in my life. And also, it's okay to take breaks and to, you know, enjoy your day. Like, I think I'm overcoming the need to be chained up to my laptop all day, every day, and feel like time and hours put in is what is going to get the results. But that's really just what leaves me feeling miserable and burnt out. And I'm learning that, you know, constantly learning. I feel like I've been learning this lesson for years now, that it's okay to take a a break and step away. And that actually is going to allow you to feel better and feel more joy. And when you're feeling joyful, you're going to attract money. And also focus on what really is important. I mean, how many tasks do you do in your business that actually matter? Or, you know, maybe the tasks matter, but are you the one who should be doing them? So that's been something I've really been focusing on recently as well as just growing my team, delegating more, outsourcing more. I think I held back for a while because I did have the capacity to do a lot of these things. But ever since getting stuff off my plate, my day to day has been so much better. And I feel like I've been freed up so much. And it's just allowed me to focus on the things that not only do I enjoy, but also drive results in my business. And so, you know, I've been here chilling at the beach and also being really productive and getting results, getting new clients, getting referrals. And so it's just proving to me that, you know, this hustle and grind mentality that I have and needing, you know, thinking that hours put in and and working hard and suffering is what's going to drive results in my business when really I can you know, work less, outsource more, and focus on the couple of things that are really going to move my business forward. And it's working. So I share that because I know I'm not alone in that feeling. And also, I think it really relates to the topic that we're going to talk about today, which is your belief system around money and how that affects 
your financial success. Our money belief system is formed from an early age, you know, growing up. And a lot of the time it's formed without our input, with the input from other people and institutions. So, for example, some of the things that have influenced your money belief system is your parents or, you know, those who raised you. So what did you see, hear, and experience growing up? So I was talking a little bit about how I kind of have this or had have this belief around like hard work is what brings money in. A lot of that stems from growing up in a working class blue collar family. You know, we we always had food on the table, but you know, we had to watch our spending and and you know, live frugally. And so I got a lot of messages and saw a lot of, you know, you work hard, you work long hours, you're miserable when you work, and that's when money comes to you. And so this was something just, you know, observing growing up, right? And so what's that look like for you? What did you see, hear, and experience growing up from your parents or those who raised you? The second area to consider is society. So, you know, the one of the big money messages in the media for a while was like, if you don't buy your latte every day, you'll save hundreds of dollars a year, right? Like telling women to, you know, don't spend money, you know, to, to really stay small with their money. And you know, we, we look at things like the gender pay gap and working the same job and getting paid less, right? Or, you know, as a woman, you can't be trusted with your money. Only your your, your man or your husband can. Um, and, you know, these also stem from historical events, you know? It, only in the 70s were women able to get credit without the signature of a man. And so if you hold a marginalized identity, whether you're female, a person of color, LGBTQIA+, a person with disabilities or neurodivergent, you know, our laws, our society and systems in this country are not set up for us. And that bleeds into finances. You know, that includes financial systems messages as well. So that's one to think about too. Like what has just like societal norms and expectations and messages in the media and history all told you about money? What messages did you internalize from that? And then a third category, I would say, is just the communities that you're a part of. So it could be a religious community. It could be friends and family, neighbors. Maybe it's teachers. I've heard a lot of stories of teachers telling young women that they're bad at math. And that shows up down the road in their finances. So the first thing you can kind of start to do is just examine the messages that you received and the beliefs that you picked up on from 
parents, society, and communities growing up. Because what happens, and whether we're conscious of this or not, is we're internalizing these messages and believing them to be true. And it may be on that subconscious level. So you may be having these beliefs and not even realizing it, but your beliefs are causing feelings which are causing the actions that you take. And this is where your beliefs can really start to affect your financial success because if you're operating with beliefs that are negative, that are scarcity-minded, well, then how are you going to feel? Well, you'll probably feel like you're not good enough. You won't trust yourself. You'll doubt yourself. You won't feel confident making decisions. And when you feel that way, then how are you going to act? Are you going to be able to earn at your highest ability? You know, are you going to charge your worth? Are you going to negotiate a raise? Are you going to show up and sell and put your stuff out there? Or you know, will you take the steps to manage your money? Maybe you've conquered the earning piece and now you don't trust yourself to manage your money, to know what to do with it, to invest it, to use it to build wealth. And if that's how you're feeling, then what habits are you going to have when it comes to spending, saving, investing? And what about your relationship with debt? So that's even a place you can start too, is as you examine some of those habits that you have, you know, are you avoiding your money? Are you holding back from investing? You know, do you fear paying off debt or do you feel like you can never get out of debt? If you're seeing habits in your financial life that are not supporting your goals and what you want for yourself, then there's probably a belief beneath that that is causing you to have that habit, that is causing you to take the actions that are creating that habit. And the actions that you take or don't take in your finances are influenced by those beliefs. And I don't want to say this is 100% beliefs because systems of oppression are very real and present real challenges. And this is why we need to build our wealth so that we can have the power to make the changes that are needed. You can change your beliefs pretty quickly. You can choose to replace those outdated beliefs that honestly, they're not even yours to begin with. They're beliefs that have come from those who have raised you or society or those you've been in community with. And you may not even agree with those beliefs, even though they're running the show consciously or subconsciously. They're not serving you. And so you can do the work to replace those old beliefs with beliefs that are going to support you, that are going to feel good to you. So let's talk about an example. Maybe you believe that you're bad at money. This prevents you from looking at it or taking action to learn how to manage or invest it. Okay, so the belief that you're bad at money, 
You know, it leaves you feeling embarrassed, ashamed, like a failure. And then the action that comes is you don't, there's no action. You avoid it. So what if we looked at a belief that was slightly more supportive because you may not be able to go from, you know, I'm bad at money to I'm great at money, right? That can be a big jump for a lot of us. And you want your belief to feel within more reach. And so maybe you go from, you know, I'm bad at money to I'm learning to manage my money, right? You can get behind that. Right? It's not that you're like amazing and like an A plus money student or anything yet, yet, keyword, but it's that you're in the practice of turning your finances around, right? And so when you're believing that, that takes away the shame and beating yourself up and it just puts you in the mode of I'm a student, I'm a newbie, I'm a beginner, I'm learning. And so when you're feeling that way, then you can take action from that place, the place of I'm learning, I'm figuring it out. And as you do that, you'll build your skills, you'll feel more confident. And that may then lead you to the belief of I'm great with money, and I trust myself to manage it. So you can kind of take steps along this belief ladder of getting closer and closer to the beliefs that you want to hold, and that are going to support you. And there's kind of like this messy middle place as well, where you've identified the new belief that you want, but you're like getting to the place where you actually believe it. (laughs) I'm laughing because this this happens to me all the time where I'm like, I know this is how I want to be thinking about it, but I still have these old stories playing in the background that are preventing me from really getting on board with that belief. And so at least for me, you know, it's it's just been a process of observing when the old beliefs creep in and observing without judgment. It's kind of like, a okay, here I am believing this thing again, believing that I'm bad at money again. Cool. Right. But it's not like, I'm bad at money. Oh my God. Like I'm a failure. I'm never going to figure it out. I suck. Right. We're, we're taking away the judgment. We're taking away the beating up of yourself. And it's noticing. It's just noticing when the beliefs are still creeping in and then course correcting right in the moment. Oh, I just noticed that I'm believing that I'm bad at money. Is that true? No, that's not true, actually. I never learned it. My parents didn't teach me. There's no course on that in school. I haven't hired a professional to help me out with it yet. I haven't taken the time on Google to research it. So it's not that I'm bad at money. I just haven't taken the time yet to learn. You're not just supposed to magically have money mastered. It's a skill, right? There's a learning process. And you can cut that learning process short by hiring support. You don't have to do it alone. You can. You're very smart. You're very capable. You have already done very hard things in your life. And think about that. 
Think about all the hard things you've done in your life. Maybe you graduated from school or you started a business or you got a particular job with a a great salary or you birthed children. (laughs) That one in itself, I'm like, ever since becoming a mom, I'm like, okay, I birthed a child. I can do this. (laughs) You know, think about the hard things you've already done. Money is just another thing that can can and will be figured out. And so shifting the way that you view the journey of figuring out your money is is what's going to really support you in achieving financial success, right? And so this is where we see beliefs affecting financial success. When you believe that you're figuring it out and you can figure it out, when you believe that you are good at it, when you trust yourself, when you feel confident in yourself, that's when the magic comes. And, you know, it's not like an overnight thing. It's not like you wake up tomorrow and you're a great money manager. But at the same time, it's also not something that takes a ton of time and energy and is super hard you know, and, and, and you can shortcut it. You can hire somebody, you can hire a financial planner like me. And so when you really work on shifting your beliefs, that's going to get you to a place where you're taking action that is going to get you the outcome that you're looking for. You're taking action to learn, and then you begin putting what you're learning into place. And then as you're doing that, you're building your confidence and that's inspiring you to then learn this other thing over here. And so what I would love for you to do is just get in the habit of observing the things that you say, do, feel, your habits related to money. When you observe things that are not supporting you and your goals and the person that you want to become, then you can get curious as to where that's coming from. Why am I afraid to look at my bank account? Why don't I trust myself to maintain my income or to be a good steward of money? Where does that come from? What am I believing that is causing me to think, feel, and act in this way? Why am I believing that way? Is it because of something I experienced growing up? Societal norms and messaging? Communities and and people that have influenced me in my life? You know, whose belief is this really? And is this true? Is this belief that I have about money, about myself, about my ability to make, earn, spend, invest, is this belief true? And what belief would serve me better? What belief would the six-figure version of myself have or the million-dollar version of myself have? How would she feel? How would she think? How would she act? And, you know, you're not going to adapt that belief tomorrow, but you can then be in the practice of changing your thoughts to align 
with the type of belief system that you want to have that is going to support you in building wealth, in paying down your debt, in learning how to manage your money, in saving and investing. And, you know, what's the cost? The cost is aligning your money and and setting up your resources to support you in the life that you want, in the business that you want. So maybe you want to be the first one in your family to build generational wealth and to create a new legacy for the next generation. Maybe you want to vacation more and take more time off, or you want to grow your team so that you can stop doing all the admin tasks that are super draining and you hate. Maybe you want to retire your partner or your spouse, or you want to invest and retire one day, pay for your kid's education, buy a house, invest in a rental property, start a new business, just up-level your life, you know, feel free to spend more in the day-to-day and enjoy new experiences. These are the things that you're, you're wanting and whatever that looks like for you, those are examples, But whatever your vision is and your definition of success, why you want to earn money, your purpose for your money, that is what your your goal is, right? That's the vision. That's the desire. And so whatever's going to align your beliefs, whatever belief system you need to have in place to support you to take the actions to make that a reality is where you see your financial success. Because you are 100,000 million percent capable. You are a very smart, savvy, capable woman. You have done hard things before. You will do hard things in the future. And not to say that money is hard or has to be hard. It really doesn't. But I say that because it can really feel that way especially when you are just in the beginning phases of really learning how to manage it and to to invest and to build wealth. But as you go, I promise it gets much easier because you learn and you build that foundation and you have the skills and then you just use those skills for the rest of your life, right? And so you can 1000% do it. I 100 100 million percent believe in you. I know you can do it. And I want you to believe in yourself just as much as I believe in you. Because I see it time and time again with my clients. I see clients who come to me saying, I'm bad at math. I hate spreadsheets. I spend everything I earn. I have a bunch in debt. I have a nice fat savings account, but I don't even know where to start with investing. And they're feeling really embarrassed about it, ashamed. They're feeling anxious, afraid. They're beating themselves up. And that's keeping them stuck from taking the actions that they need. And so that's a lot of times where I start working with people is because they're like, you know, I'm ready. I want to do these things. And yeah, I, I need support. And I think that's beautiful because they're at a place at least where they're believing that is possible for them and they're bringing on support 
which shows that they're serious about it. And when you're investing in a financial planner, you're going to show up and do the work and take the steps that need to be taken in order to achieve the results that you want. And, you know, whether that's investing in a financial planner or, you know, a course to learn or just listening to a podcast or the millions of other free resources available. But showing yourself that you're ready to take the steps. So that is all I have for you today around beliefs. Quick recap. What you believe about money affects how you feel about money, which affects the actions that you take or don't take with your money, which then bleeds into the way you spend, save, invest, pay down debt, which will directly affect your financial results. And the results are the vision that you have for yourself, the desires that you want and would like to accomplish, the life you want to live. Our beliefs oftentimes are not even our own. They're given to us or they're, I guess, like inherited or ingrained in us through our parents, society, communities. And they're running the show on autopilot, subconsciously. And so when you can really get to a place where you're observing and noticing and examining your beliefs, then you can question them and ask yourself, is this true? Does this support me? And then you can change them. What belief is going to support me instead? And as you catch yourself falling back on the old beliefs, just refresh your memory. This is what I'm believing instead. So I would love to hear your thoughts. Are there any beliefs that you've overcome? Are there beliefs that you're working through right now? Send me a DM on Instagram at onroutefinancial and let me know. Let me know how you've been doing on your journey with reworking your money beliefs, where you're getting stuck, where you need support, success stories. I love to hear it all. I look forward to connecting with you and here's to rewriting those beliefs so we can build our wealth and change our society for the better and live lives that we love. I will chat with you again soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. As a reminder, this content is for educational and informational purposes only and is not financial, legal, or tax advice. If you loved this episode, please rate and review the show so we can reach more people and create more millionaires together. Connect with me on Instagram. My handle is at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y underscore Runzer, R-U-N-Z-E-R, and DM me with your thoughts and questions. Until next time, my love.